Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Ashley, welcome in. I know that you're uh, on the staff with the Pennsylvania Chapter of Americans for Prosperity for nearly a decade. You have your law degree, and I wish we could clone you and get you to come back and work on a county Republican committee because I think the GOP needs uh, smart smart women like you. But thank you for being here today. Don, thank you so much for having us. It is so critical right now at this inflection point when we have Pennsylvania being literally the national keystone of electoral importance that we have this conversation and that folks take action. And you, you said the, the link there, brokenbidenomics.com. When you sign that letter, it's going to go to the inbox of Senator Casey's uh, email. And we're able to say, hey, we know that, you know, 7,000 Pennsylvanians have written you about this. Mm-hmm. Like, time to do something differently. So, so important to take action, and I'm just so grateful to be here. Absolutely. So take it through me. Take it through. Uh, take us through what you're writing about and what people need to know. And I know that you want people to read, you know, go to this site and, and please, yeah. brokenbidenomics.com, please look at it. But what do people need to know as far as the strategy here and how this directly impacts every single one of us right here in Pennsylvania. Yeah, well, let me just start. You know, we just had Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen visit Pittsburgh uh, this week. And it is now, I mean, we, we've started to joke that they should just erect a second White House in Pennsylvania. <laughs> I believe the president has visited himself just shy of two dozen times since he took office. And then when you compound, you know, administration surrogates, it far outpaces that. And he's, he's, he's coming back here time after time, visiting the same places over and over, uh, because they're trying desperately to convince Pennsylvanians that Bidenomics is working. But they keep having to visit because the message keeps falling flat. I mean, here's the deal. Americans are, without a doubt, paying more and getting less. 62% of adults since President Biden took office say that they are living paycheck to paycheck. One in three adults have more credit card debt than emergency savings. And I think the third thing that is poignant and warrants us promoting far and wide is that 50% of us, Americans across the U.S., are saying their personal financial situation has gotten worse. 
And so that's the personal impact. But, you know, the country impact of Bidenomics is that we are being bankrupted from Washington. The national debt surpassed $34 trillion. We've got one-third of small business owners worrying that their companies are not going to survive the year. And we have 2.6 million workers that are missing from the workforce. And so without a doubt, Bidenomics is not working. You know, we just talked and posted when Secretary Yellen was here, two stories from Pittsburgh area college students, Michael and Jesse, you know, who say what what Secretary Yellen is saying, what President Biden is saying, like they are not sensing or feeling any of that in this economy. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's just so important that, you know, for folks that are are asking a lot of us this year, like Senator Casey, like we need to ask them and hold them accountable right now for endorsing policies that are causing the harm that I just mentioned. And that's why at BrokenBidenomics.com, it'll take you under 30 seconds to sign that letter. It's going to go to uh, Senator Casey, your member of Congress, and President Biden. And it just says, like, look, what's happening in Washington is unsustainable. We are paying for the spending spree that's going on, and we've had enough. And then you also talk about broken promises and even thinking about Governor Josh Shapiro. I I know that he has said privately and alluded to the fact that he wants to reinstate uh, some kind of vouchers or educational promises for kids, especially from low-income families, but it hasn't really happened. The, you know, can you draw us to the connection between Biden and Governor Shapiro? Yeah, absolutely. Look, part, part of our, our national uh, messaging is that like prosperity is possible if, if D.C. and then by extension Harrisburg would just get out of the way. You know, Pennsylvania should be an energy exporter. There should be a booming energy sector in PA. But thanks to policies like the Regional Greenhouse Gas Initiative, you know, Reggie, and then so many of the green initiatives happening in D.C. that Biden and Casey and Shapiro have all endorsed, like we have some of the highest energy costs, home heating-wise, you know, in the nation. And so... Yeah, you know, we hear that there's these sweeping big government policies that are supposed to help us. Yet, when the Fed hikes interest rates 11 times since March of 22, I mean, they're now at their highest level in 22 years, people right here in Pennsylvania can't buy a house, they can't finance a car, they can't pay off debt. And so, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, there, there was just a October of, of last year Gallup poll, and by the largest margin since 91, Americans trust Republicans to keep the country prosperous. So they know whether it's under the dome in Harrisburg or under the dome in D.C., like the policies of Bidenomics that absolutely Governor Shapiro has endorsed and Senator Casey has been a rubber stamp for Mm -hmm. our hurting and harming and folks want to stand up against it. Yeah. You know, you talked about, and I, I mentioned this 
earlier because I had seen that uh, Representative uh, Jean Yaw actually had introduced that bill to repeal that so-called RGGI uh, carbon tax, which the courts had to rule that thing illegal. It was the Regional Greenhouse Gas Initiative that you, that it's a carbon tax. They said it was illegal. It was gone through. It was an executive order by the Wolf administration. And so he, you got it. We're still talking about this. I mean, that was 2019. It's unbelievable that we're still even talking about this, that he has to introduce legislation to repeal it. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. But, you know, to your point, it's something that nobody, I know that it's boring. It's not sexy. But the truth is, it affects every one of us if you, you know, want to heat your home. That's, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And there has been this, this central planning happening from Washington and, and from Harrisburg using our tax dollars to pick winners. And it, it's just not working. And I think this is a year where Pennsylvanians have an opportunity to make a stand, like put a line in the sand that we do not buy that Bidenomics and Governor Shapiro's idea for, for a greater, more grandiose budget is in any way, shape or form, bottom up or middle out approach to investing in America. It is not true. And we're feeling the impacts of it. Yeah. It's a sin. You know, I have to ask you something because we just had, we had our special election here in this area in yeah. Bucks County and uh, the Democrats prevailed in that one. There was a bad storm, as you know, moved through and the votes were because the Democrats had mailed in a lot of their votes. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. So it was essentially one to four as far as mail-in votes. A lot of people just couldn't make it out or didn't make it out on actually mm-hmm. on the election day. Uh, maybe they planned to. So the Democrats won on that one. We saw the special election happening in Long Island as well. And just texting back and forth, especially with, you know, I, I'm part of a coalition of a lot of conservative women and moms and that yeah. sort of thing. And we talk all the time and just what what is going on here? Because on one hand, and you just nailed it, when you talk to people about the issues and the policies that impact every one of us in America, everybody agrees that the Republicans, GOP, has it, has the best people to handle that. But when, what is the disconnect here? Is it, is it just getting out the vote? Is it the platform? What's going on here? 
Yeah, well, you know, in Americans for Prosperity, we certainly engage in, in elections uh, here in, in, in Pennsylvania for our General Assembly. We're going to be engaging this year. And then at the federal level, we've made a number of endorsements through Americans for Prosperity Action. But look, candidate quality matters and the work at doors matters. Our comparative advantage in the electoral space is citizen contact, those face-to-face conversations with the folks that decide elections on their doorsteps yeah. is what we believe is the best way to, to move the needle. And there is a bias right now with the consultant class and everything else for you know digital ads and mail and all those things and tactics. But there is nothing that is going to cut through all that noise that Pennsylvanians are are primed to have in their mailboxes and on their various social media feeds. There's nothing that's going to cut through the noise better than a conversation at the door. That's why we're doing it. And, you know, we've, we've already knocked, you know, well into the six figures of doors about federal issues, just trying to see what folks are prioritizing. And without a close second, inflation is coming up as the number one issue. So we've got to be intentional about talking about solutions. And, you know, we launched a campaign, Prosperity is Possible. I encourage people, go to prosperityispossible.com. It emphasizes antidotes to Bidenomics. And, Don, people want solutions. These guys and gals in Harrisburg and certainly the guys and gals on Capitol Hill in Washington make a lot of money, and we should certainly expect a whole heck of a lot from them. And so real policy solutions to the most pressing problems, you know, have to be talked about by these candidates. So better budgeting, it's possible. Reforming permitting so we can unleash energy abundance, it's possible. And creating more jobs by fueling a flexible workforce, is possible. There's great bills in Harrisburg and D.C. So my suggestion is talk about solutions and go to people's doorsteps and engage them on a personal level, because that is what's going to be, you know, most moving as we kind of charge through November. And so for Pete, because I see that you're so Americans for Prosperity, I mean, you have 36 state chapters. I see you're in Delaware, you're in Florida, because we have Listeners, if they're listening on the Odyssey app, they're all over the country, but I'm based, obviously, I'm reporting live from Odyssey World Headquarters on Market Street in Philadelphia, but for Pennsylvanians, what about New Jersey? Do you have a chapter in New Jersey? Yeah, so we have a, absolutely, we have a 50-state strategy, and so in a couple of the states, we have 37 brick-and-mortar chapters, and then in some of the states where we don't have an actual office, we have a great uh, complement of staff that are overseeing those states. And so what I encourage folks to do, go to americansforprosperity.org. There is a state drop-down menu mm-hmm. with all 50 states. You can click on your state and then send a note. And one of those uh, members of our team will, will get in touch straight away. And then I also just want to share our general info inbox here because you can always email that and I will or a member of our team here in PA will direct you 
to the pertinent point of contact. And that is just info PA, as in Pennsylvania, info PA at AFPHQ.org. So info PA at AFPHQ.org, and we'll get you to the, the pertinent person. Perfect. Yeah, look, it's a great site, and you, you know, obviously Americans for Prosperity, it's a call to citizens. So a lot of times, I feel sometimes that, you know, we have events and we do all this, but you feel like, oh, I'm talking about it. What can I do? And so we have a lot of doers here. And so we all need to help go door to door, do whatever we can do. I see you have some happy hour events and different types of events and a lot of articles, a lot of great videos. So, you know, I appreciate you coming on and I hope you come back, Ashley, because we got to figure this out. But I think you're right as far as going door to door and just having that personal contact, because then all the bias by omission or fake news or whatever's going on, that mm-hmm. that dissolves when you're having a person-to-person conversation with somebody. Without a doubt, and it is what is going to stick with them on November 5th. Mm-hmm. It's not the 17th mail piece that arrived about a, a, a given candidate. That is not what's going to be the lasting impression it's that one-on-one time. So I encourage folks to get engaged. We are actively hiring. We have an amazing uh, fleet of folks that are just canvassing. So shoot that inbox a note. We would love to have you join the team. There are so many people to talk to and a finite window of time in which to, to get that work done. So We'd love to have folks join us, um, and we've already endorsed Dave McCormick for U.S. Senate, number of folks for Congress, and, you know, like I said, Pennsylvania is the keystone to what happens in Washington in the 119th Congress, so we have got to get this right this year. We do. There's so much at stake. Ashley, I hope you come back. I love the conversation with you. Thank you so much. Don, thanks so much. <laughs> have a great day. You too. Take care. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.